Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Merry Christmas. And a happy festivus. To the rest of us? Okay. Joyce Kwanzaa. Happy Candle Nights. And Hanukkah yeah. would have already passed by Thomas, because Hanukkah is... Hanukkah's now. Yeah. As, as we record this. So happy Hanukkah. So happy Hanukkah. But when it comes out, Hanukkah will have passed. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie genre. Mine is horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. Forget? I forgot. Yep. Totally <laughs> forgot. I forgot I went next. I have drama and romance. Action adventure. He's like, I have some kind of movie genre. We take turns selecting from these genres, movies that we, in our opinion, have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give them a second chance. Here's Today's sweet. pick. Oh, sorry. sorry. On the podcast. It's John's pick. Oh, hey. This is, what year did this movie come out? Um, 95. Yeah, thank you. 1995's <laughs> The Money Train, starring the great Woody Harrelson and the great... Oh. Wesley Snipes. Wesley Snipes should come before Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Actually, in this, it does, but I like Woody Harrelson better. So. Then Wesley Snipes? Yeah. Then Snipes. And did you know this is the third movie that these two have been together? I did know that. I have seen one of them. Which one? White Man Can't Jump. Okay. Tony, you know the third. I'll give you a hint. It's starring Goldie Hawn. And football. Wildcats. There you go. Okay. Football. I always forget Snipes is in that. Yeah. All right, so. Especially since I just listened to a podcast where they talked about how Snipes is actually a terrible athlete. He's a good martial artist. But I saw that. It was, they were talking about Major League, and yeah, he, like, he can't like, hit a baseball. He run, and well, that, and like, he runs so slow, they had to do different camera shit with him. Yeah. <laughs> That's fun. So this movie's about a vengeful New York City transit cop decides to steal a trainload of subway fares. His foster brother, a fellow cop, tries to protect him. Hmm. Yes. Um... This movie got a twenty-two. Uh, it's a twenty-two percent around tomatoes. A one out of five on something called Empire. I've never heard of it. <laughs> and five point seven out of ten on IMDb. Mm-hmm. Now, it may be an. This hour. came out the same year as Bad Boys. Yes. Oh, sorry, sorry. <laughs> this came out in November, and Bad Boys came out in the summertime. Okay. Um, so this movie cost sixty-eight million dollars to make. Mm-hmm. And worldwide gross is was it more than Conan thirty five point four million. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So barely. And if you adjust for inflation, no. <laughs> <laughs> and it also on Amazon Prime said it's an hour and forty nine minutes, but on IMDb it's an hour and fifty minutes. So split the difference. We missed an hour. We missed a minute. Somewhere. There's a minute. <laughs> someone cut a minute out. God. You may not have seen the same movie. You may have to explain to me. <laughs> <laughs> I missed something. All right. So, um, this was directed by Joseph Rubin. You may know him from some other ditties, such as The Good Son, starring Macaulay Culkin. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sleeping with the Enemy. Dreamscape. Any of this ringing a bell? Dreamscape? Yeah. Nope. Um, <laughs> That's not surprising for me, but... <laughs> um, I think I might have seen Gorp. Dreamscape isn't the Dennis Quaid movie. Um, I don't know. Click on it. See what comes up. <laughs> yes, it is. That movie's cool as shit. Have you seen that? No, I can't say that. I you should see it. I should. Dennis Quaid is a person that can go in your dreams, and there's a bunch of bad guys that can do it too, and they keep jumping. Kind of like Inception, sort of, except they use dream shit to fight each other. Sounds like Nightmare on Elm Street. Sounds like an Elaine movie. Astral projection? 
kind of, but it's very specific to dreams. Hmm. But uh, it's, I mean, it, I, I liked it when I was. It's got Dennis Quaid, Max von Sydow, Christopher Plummer. Mm. It's got what's his name from The Crow in it too. Um, Fun boy. Really, real world. Uh, George Wendell. There's no coming back. Yeah. Yeah, there ain't no coming back. All right. Well, this writer was Doug Richardson. You may know him from a little movie called Die Hard Two. He wrote the screenplay. Never heard of it. Bad Boys. He wrote the screenplay for that. He's got some money. Welcome bad to Boy Mooseport. or Bad Boys? Bad Boys. Ooh, welcome to Mooseport. I like that movie. Welcome to Mooseport. I'm the one. Yeah. Just me. <laughs> I bought that. <laughs> I never saw that movie. It was good. Yeah, no. I like it. <laughs> Is Gene Hackman in that? Yes. Yeah. Okay. It's Hackman. Gene Hackman's last movie and Ray Romano. Because whether Gene Hackman is the retired president of the United States and they both run for mayor of Mooseport. He, he retires to this little town of Mooseport where he owns like a hunting lodge or whatever. Mm-hmm. And Ray Romano and him kind of get into a little s- scuffle. Not like a fight, but like uh, they start, they get like a little back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then they both end up running for mayor of Mooseport. Oh. It's ridiculous. And I like it. So the stars of this movie, one Wesley Trent Snipes, you may have heard of him. He was a little movie called Blade. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Welcome back to the podcast. Blade 2. That's one of the Marvel mm-hmm. movies. Yeah, one of the Marvel movies. Mm-hmm. He was also in this movie, Welcome Back to the Podcast, called uh, Demolition Man. Yes. With the three seashells. Simon Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Simon Phoenix. And uh, New Jack City. I know Carly's a big fan of that one. Never she's seen always New Jack City. <laughs> she's watching it she's all like, day. She's like, her really favorite line like, is, man, that shit's calling me, man. It's I feel like I should watch New Jack City because... It's, it's not a movie for you. <laughs> just, everybody talks it about it. It's good in its time. It is very much of its time. But it's kind of a time period movie, so... Because it came out in 91, it was about the 80s. Was it 91? Yeah, I have it right in front of me. Oh, I was like, I thought it was before Batman, but yeah, mm. gotcha. But if you'd like to watch it, I'll watch it with you. Just, just, just You'll just, make the sacrifice? Just to see how this is going to work out. <laughs> but you have to watch it, no on your phone. Oh. I mean, I can't, I, not at all. Mm. Um, what Woody, percentage? <laughs> Woody Harrelson, you, you may know from a little movie called Zombieland. Mm-hmm. Mm. The People versus Larry Flint. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Natural Born Killers. Mm-hmm. Nice. Is Cheers. He, is he mm. not a welcome back to the podcast? Uh, did we do Zombieland? No. no. He's been in something we've done. I feel like I we've talked about him previously. Feel like we He's have. got 106 movie credits, so give me a second. Tony, look it up. Someone start vamping. <laughs> he, oh, he was in Venom. 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 He had the cameo Venom. at the end. Yeah, because we talked about him when we talked about him Venom. We are like, yeah. oh, he hasn't been in anything. Venom. Venom. His hair in Venom is better than his hair in this. That's a, that's a win. That's a win. Is it? Why? Is Why? It? I don't think that is. No, I think that's and, his no, actual no. 1995 hair. No, I was talking about Venom. Oh, yes. But that Yaks oh, wig not. is better than this fucking, I wish I was a mullet, but I'm not as cool. Also starring Jennifer Lopez, who you might recognize from Gili. Or uh, Anaconda, no, welcome back to the podcast. No, I almost choked to death that we had to explain that that was a wig and venom. <laughs> you mean he's not a natural I orange? When he said that was a wig, he meant in this movie. He's not a natural orange. Why would I thought that? that? It's awful. No, no. That's what I thought he was going to say. Is that this I'll was talk a about wig. venom. Um, she was also in this little thing called The Living Color. She was one of the fly girls. But she was really good in a couple other things. There the Wedding a, Planner. That's no, a great one. not The Wedding Planner. Selena, another great one. Out of Sight. I was talking about Out of Sight with George Clooney. <laughs> I don't like that movie. That movie's awesome. I know. You really like it. I don't think it's that good. Okay, well, you know what I mean, know. she's good in it, but I don't think that movie's mm-hmm. that good. Chris Cooper, who plays uh, Torch, the more or less bad guy this movie, mm-hmm. he was in um, American Beauty. He was the weird dad. Mm-hmm. 
He was also in a movie called Breach with Ryan Philippi. Tony called like, him yeah. Discount Michael B. Sean, Sean B. B. Discount Sorry. Sean B. <laughs> he was like, he looks kind of like Sean B. looks like if you bought Sean B. from a dollar store. <laughs> he, and, you ordered I, him on Wish. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I feel like if you need like menacing, shadowy government type, this dude's great for that. Mm. Well, he was in The Bourne. Mm-hmm. Um, last uh, guy named Robert Blake, you may have seen him. He was in the news. Tony <laughs> <laughs> was like, is that Robert Blake? Oh my God, it is Robert Blake. And Carla's like, who's Robert Blake? I was like, he killed his wife, kind of. And she's like, what? And then she read all about it. I was like, yeah. That's why I said Robert Blake, he's, he's from the news. <laughs> We're going to leave it there. Yeah. That's moving on. He may have killed his wife, maybe. <clears throat> he might have killed his wife. It's possible. We don't know. We weren't there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, um, I have some reviews. Here's one. 10 out of 10. White man can't jump two. The Great Train Robbery. Without any basketball. Yeah. Question, question mark, the greatest movie of all time? It's widely anticipated sequel to the original Our Favorite Multicolored Crime-Fighting Duo Returns from White Men Can't Jump for White Men Can't Jump to The Great Train Robbery. This, this is a venture of heroes who must use their basketball <laughs> skills now as police detectives to find their way to steal money off of the money train after they've been wronged by the... Uh, what does it say? The commissioner of whatever revenue. Except that uh, J-Lo is a super upgrade from Rosie Perez. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> One might say, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that was my 10 out of 10 because I really liked it because it was White Man Can't Jump too. But Rosie Perez was with... Um, Fly Girl? No. Was she with was. stupid um, uh, Woody Harrelson and J-Lo went with Wesley Snipes. This is different. <laughs> it's not like Woody got to upgrade. No, no. Nay, nay. <laughs> She's not wrong. She's All right. Speak the truth. And here's here's another one. It made no sense. I saw this movie in the theater as a teenager, and it makes even less sense now. Somehow, some of my favorite actors are in this movie, but they're monstrous, misused, and horribly conceived in this action yarn. Uh, trying to use the buddy cop black and white thing, just not working. Lethal Weapon does it better. Well, it's a Lethal Weapon. There's a point there, but... I, was, I wasn't with him until the end. Like, well, yeah. he's not wrong. He can't be wrong all the sun, sun shines on a dog's ass every once in a while. What did you think going in, Elaine? I think, why don't you just watch this? I get... <laughs> this is what she always says. Well, no, he just watched it. I sat down. I probably watched like 15 minutes with him, and then I had to go somewhere to do the thing. You had to go to work? Probably. And uh, I was like, oh, I'll watch this again. <clears throat> Good. Carly? I knew absolutely nothing about it. I did not read a synopsis. Did you infer there was a train? No, I thought (laughs) that it was like a heist movie, and that was just going to be something that they said in the movie. When there was an actual train, train, I was surprised. (laughs) All right, Tony. I had heard of this movie, but I I never saw it. It just kind of slipped through the cracks on me. So I was like, "All right, check this out." Drove through the tracks. Wesley Snipes, and I like uh, Woody Harrelson, and I don't care for J Lo, but you don't like her. Well, she's, she's never just, really been anything I liked. Well, she's just Jenny from the Block. Don't be fooled by the Rock. Like I know. I wouldn't say that she's a great actress, but I always find her perfectly enjoyable. She's, she's not a bad actress. She's 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 good. They could have hired a different actress. The other actresses were actresses? in the running. Cameron mm. Diaz was one that yeah. auditioned for that role. Yeah. I was like, what? Her last <laughs> name is Diaz. She's actually Latina. Nobody. 
I was like, yeah, but, I don't yeah, but she's Catherine not as Latina. Have bought it, but I know well, they would have had to play it differently if yeah, it was that Cameron Diaz. That wouldn't have been good. But she was better than that. Um, it's in New York. She's actually from New York. I would so. say Cameron Diaz. You think she? She's not a natural blonde. I, I wonder what. It doesn't matter. She would have never pulled off like Hispanic, <laughs> even though she is. She is. I she doesn't can matter. Pull it off. She it doesn't matter. They're like, but, yeah, but her last name is Diaz. But I don't she care. Just been a, she would have been a bad vibe in the movie because she doesn't flow with them. Yeah, the same way that What's-Her-Name is in Bad Boys. Um, oh, Taylor Leone? Yeah. yeah. She does yeah. not flow with them. You're just like, what are you doing here? But, I mean, a lot of times you could have put another actress there. Catherine Zeta-Jones, I think, is a little too old. She's a little too old and, like... She would have been like they're like younger and kind of joking around and stuff. I don't think she would have been. I think she would have been a kept little up with like them, uppity that, for them. She seems rather uppity every time. Like every movie yeah, I see her in, she wouldn't she's, keep up with them the same. She's way like, why would I hang out with them? Yeah. <laughs> she, Michael Michael Douglas. she seems more serious. Like she's good in Ocean's what twelve? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's good in that role, but. I watched The Phantom today. She was in that. She wasn't good. The Phantom? Yeah. With uh, Billy, Zane. Billy Zane? Yeah, that movie's not good, by the way. Because I was thinking about doing it for the podcast. Oh, yeah? I'm not. I haven't seen it since yeah. I watched it in the theater. Well, you can go ahead. I'm not going to make you. Okay. <laughs> I might rewatch it. I'm always down for some Billy Zane. Watch Titanic a lot, do you? No. He's great in that. I've seen He's good that in Zoolander. All of one time. <laughs> Let's All right. friend Billy Zane. So let's get to the movie. I'm trying to help you out. Mm-hmm. Movie opens. We see an obvious drunk Woody Harrelson stumble onto a train, a subway. Tony's like, why would you walk around New York by yourself that drunk? (laughs) Yeah, I didn't get it at first. He sits on a bench, starts singing, what? A Christmas tune. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Oh, it's a Christmas movie, is it not? Why do you have to do that? Because it's fun for me. They also have all those, I don't know if they've happened yet, all those opening shots of Christmas in New York, yeah. In New York. Because Tony was like, oh, I guess we're in New York. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like whenever you pick out a movie that has some tangential Christmas thing, you're like, oh, a Christmas movie. As if there's a group of people over here arguing that it's not a Christmas movie. You and You just literally just argued that it wasn't a Christmas movie. Did I say it wasn't a Christmas movie? I said I think it's more of a New Year's movie, but that doesn't mean it's not a Christmas movie. You can't be both. You gotta be. Holiday times. But, but nobody's it's more of a New Year's saying, Eve movie. But nobody's out here, like, it's not like the whole die, is Die Hard a Christmas movie. Don't made. get me started. There's not people out there on the internet going, fuck you, Money Train, you're no Christmas movie. No one's talking about Money Train. We, <laughs> we are. That's why we're on it. That's why we're doing it. We are. See, we're the, talking the about it. The podcast is that it's not getting the attention it deserves. Nobody ever, <laughs> nobody ever says Lethal Weapon's not a Christmas movie. No. Like, well, any reason to watch Lethal Weapon is Christmas. No. It's Christmas. Lethal Weapon, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so two dudes. Like, hey man, I think he's probably a cop. Like, no, he ain't a cop. I can smell him from here. And then we cut to Wesley Snipes, and he's watching. You're like, haha, he is a cop. And the two guys roll him, and they get in his, you know, stuff. Oh, they find his badge, and they go, oh, hell. And just then, Woody Harrelson wakes up and starts tugging on the old collar. <laughs> and we have a hell of a chase for a little pickpocket. Yeah. Yeah, Tony was like, all these people are down here just for this pickpocket? Yeah. <laughs> it's a problem. Apparently. All right, so we have guys on the train tracks. And we hear, oh, we better shut down the trains. There's guys on the tracks. And like, nah. We better shut down the trains to catch this pickpocket. Well, no, they shut down the trains because there's people on the tracks. No, I know, but it's just like all this money and resources to catch this dude. Mm. But Patterson isn't having that. And he's like, no, send that money train through. We don't stop the money train. 
because in an amazing timing, the money train's coming just as this guy's running. So you're saying the train is coming? The train is coming, baby. The train is coming down. And I'm leaving on that train. But we'll get to that later. The midnight train in Georgia? Uh, no, the crazy train. And I'm leaving. I'm Thomas, going off the rails. Thomas the tank engine? <laughs> All right. And there's one hell of the a footlace. All right, people all over the world. There is quite a chase through the subway. And all this for a stolen watch. Yeah. Uh, the pickpocket is approaching the money train, and just as the protection <laughs> detail sees him, they're like, hey, stop. And the guy keeps running at him. And they're like, hey, stop, or we're going to shoot. And the guy keeps running at him, so they shoot. Well, the guy doesn't even realize that it is the money train and that they are loading money on this train. He's just running from the cops. Into the other cops with guns yeah, pointed but, at him. But when, you're, that, say when you're focused... That kind of stuff... No, no, that kind of stuff stands out. <laughs> I don't know. If you're running from a guy and you see a dude with a gun, you usually don't run at him when he's yelling, don't come at me, so they kill him. And so the... Woody Harrelson and Wesley Snipes, I should probably use their character names. Nah. John and... John and... I don't Fuck remember. up. <laughs> yeah. Charlie. His name is Charlie. Yeah. John and Charlie are pissed off because these guys just killed a dude over a watch. Like, hey, we told them not not to come at us. This is the money train. This is what we're supposed to do. And they get into arguments like, you know what? I'm going to hit him. Like, no, 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 you're not going to hit him. Why? Because I'm going to hit him. And ha pow, pow He punches him right in the kisser. And a fight breaks out. Like, you know, and Patterson like, all right, you fuck-ups, get in the office. So he's in the room with Patterson, who's Robert Blake, and, well... His, I don't understand this man's job. I don't either. Please explain. <laughs> He's in charge of Is the he? subway. So, these are my questions. <laughs> so, uh, John and Charlie are police officers of some sort. They're transit are, cops. They're transit cops. So, they're not police cops. They're yeah, just, they are police cops, but they're assigned to the transit unit. Okay. So, but is the transit authority... Is that part of just the New York police... Like... The NYPD? The NYPD. Yeah, okay, NYPD. so they're NYPD so officers. Patterson is not their boss. No. But, <laughs> and Patterson works for the, the subway. is in charge of the subway. Right. But they act like he's their boss. But if he's their boss, then I, I don't understand it. He it's shouldn't amazing. be able to speak to them this way. He shouldn't be able to send a train on the tracks when there's police on the tracks. Mm-hmm. Like, it doesn't, he takes their badges. Shh. I'm. I don't understand how he has this kind of authority. It's a movie. Because he's certainly not acting like he's some kind of off-the-rails police captain. This, you know, she can't fathom. But a 15-year-old having the magic mark <laughs> going at when the moon's aligned with Uranus. That's because it's in that. a different reality during the days of high adventure. This isn't a different reality. This is in the year of 1995. You it was what? a mystical time. And all, isn't always your moon aligned with Uranus? No. <laughs> I was Otherwise very confused get stuff about this as well. I was like, so, what is this dude <laughs> that he can fire them, threaten them? <laughs> does he own... Like, he acts like the money train is bringing him his personal wealth. Do you own the subways? Is he the subway mogul? No. It doesn't make any sense. He just works for them. So he's like the captain of the transit authority. Well, it's not like you get a bonus if the money gets there. You have a salary. It doesn't make any sense. (laughs) Poor Wilbur. Poor Wilbur's dead, and you just keep beating him. Let him him go. Wilbur? Wilbur, the the horse. The pig? No, the horse. 
Wilbur was the name of the horse. Well, uh, Mr. Horse. Ed was the horse. All Wilbur right. Poor Mr. Ed was has the been pig dead. in Charlotte's Web or the guy that owned Mr. Ed. There's never been a horse named Wilbur. <laughs> never. I tell you, never. <laughs> never. Never <laughs> been a horse named Wilbur. Well, so... What was that? <laughs> <laughs> you slipped into your hocus pocus. Oh, so here Patterson's like, explain something to me. He says, What's my job? He's like, <laughs> <laughs> He's like, it says in here that you two are brothers. You, sir, are black. And you, sir, are white. And you're like, well. He doesn't say black. No, he doesn't. No. He uses a word that I don't think you can say anymore. Probably. It's not. It's not like a bad word. It's just not a word you... He uses the the um, the Spanish or Italian or any Latin term for the color black. That's yes. what that means. <laughs> I know. So maybe he's just Hispanic. He's definitely not. How do you know? The way he his was name saying is, his name Jennifer is Lopez's Patterson character name. Santiago. <laughs> no, that's Grace's name. And he was saying that douchey. He was. <laughs> douchey. We'll, we'll, All summer's we'll get Eve. To Don't worry. I have lots of stuff to say about that. <laughs> I, I have a theory on who everybody's least favorite character is going to be. You won't it be able to guess mine. It's favorite. So, uh, I, uh, <laughs> all right, anyway, we'll all right, so going. we're going to move this train along. because the train, I, yeah. Money train don't stop. Right. So Patterson's <laughs> pissed off that because of their antics, the money train was 46 minutes late. And he's like, your guys killed the dude. And he's like, no one gets in the way of my money train. Yeah, <laughs> you said that, that was good news. It puts the word out on the street that nobody stops the money train or you die. What? How is this Apparently man employed? This publicity. What? <laughs> Who anyway, is signing this man? So there's a test? toy replica of the money train right on Patterson's desk. Mm -hmm. So Woody Harrison. Here. Dale doesn't seem to have. <clears> so <laughs> Charlie takes the train. We don't know that yet. What are you doing, man? Um, John and Charlie, they leave and they talk about Patterson and you know how much they hate him. He's like, you know what I'd like to do? John says to. To Charlie, you don't want to rob his money train. And Charlie's like, just say the word. And he goes, word. He's like, yes, let's do this. And he, Charlie's actually all about it. And I was like, I was just kidding. We can't do that. And he's like, why not? And he's like, because we're cops. No, but Charlie then says, I already did. And he's like, what do you mean? He goes, I took this. And he has the model train. And like, oh, you fuck up. He, he enjoyed that he stole the model train off the douchebag's desk. Who keeps talking about how he's going to get their ass and be all up in their ass. And... It was a nice. I'm an ass man. Whoever, my, I'll skip ahead a little. My favorite character is whoever wrote this dude's dialogue. <laughs> I wrote all of his lines down because I've never heard anything like this in my life. Everything he says in this movie is like, I have to rewind that. What did you say? Well, give us the first one because he already delivered it, I believe. You, yeah. If you well, one of them is is if you fuck with my train again, we will tangle ass. Terry's <laughs> <laughs> like, did he just say they will tangle I'll, ass? <laughs> I'll fuck you dead. <laughs> Go ahead, bite me, and you'll be licking your asshole for a month to get the taste out. What? <laughs> I'm gonna put your nuts in a rigger. What? <laughs> Like it's like it's like he starts speaking English and at the end it's just he's having a seizure. Like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? So, it's like everything's working, but at the we'll end it's tangle the wrong ass. I'm so I'm, I'm so saying that from now on. We're gonna we're gonna tangle ass. I'm sorry. No, well, no we're not. <laughs> not unless you're moons alive. I will say, Tony, when you really like something, you're always like, 
That's cool ass. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't tangle ass. <laughs> well, maybe you might. Well, well, no. Because so if you like it, it's cool ass. If you don't like cool it, it's tangle ass. It's tangle ass. <sighs> How do you tangle ass? Is that like I if you're sitting butt to butt and your butt cheeks get stuck together? It's with and the your mis- asses are tangled? Look, it's up there with the mystery of the three seashells. <laughs> maybe some human, human centipede stuff. Maybe uh, that's what the three seashells are for. Is tangling Disengaging ass? you when you tangle ass. <laughs> this ta- right. untangling ass. <laughs> so we have a walk and talk about the neighborhood they grew up in. We find out that um, Charlie had just showed up one day. He was trying to, uh, whatever, steal his swing. And they brought him in. They grew up together. Um, so Charlie's like, hey, man, let me borrow some money. He goes, why? He goes, I want to buy you a Christmas present. He goes, you want to borrow money for me to buy me a Christmas present? He goes... I will give me something good. He goes, well, don't be stingy. Give me some money. <laughs> no, but he knows Charlie is a habitual gambler. And why would I give him money? I'll be like, you know what? You don't give me a present. I'll just keep my money. Yeah. Because he's like, where's your Christmas spirit? In the wallet. <laughs> well, it says, doesn't make any sense why he would give money he has, to his Well, he does ask, where's your Christmas spirit? He goes, it was Christmas spirit. You let me keep my damn money. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, and wouldn't you know, it's amazing. Charlie's at a card game. And he's he's got a real peach of a hand. Yeah. But he's no he's no daisy. He does not splash the pot. No. And he loses fifteen grand. And <laughs> they call his brother because he's hung over a building. To be fair, the guy's bullying the pot though. Yeah. That's fucked up. He just bit outbid him so he get nothing he could do. That's why you buy ins. So they have him hung over the side. John shows up and pulls a gun on him, like, hey, put my brother back in. They're like, he owes us money. And he's like, yeah, a couple hundred dollars. I brought it. He's like, no, it was be 15 grand. And he goes, 15 grand? <laughs> Fuck it, drop him. <laughs> he's like, he's just kidding. He's like, no, I'm not. Drop his ass. <laughs> which was which was great. Which I got to say, I think I'd do that too. 15 grand? Like, 15 grand? Fuck him. Yeah. For a fucking poker game? It's 1995. 15 grand. grand. So yeah, yeah, no shit. It's not like 15 grand today. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 30 grand. Maybe more. Yeah. Anyway, so he's like, all right, fine, pull him in, and they make a deal. They got a couple days to pay off the debt. Outside, Charlie and John argue, and Charlie tells him which that, Which Snipes says is okay. I'm like, where are you getting 15 grand from in a couple days unless you already have it? But he just was like, yeah, we can get it to you in a couple days, 15 grand. I'm like, all right, Snipes. Let's have that fucking Whistler blade money or something. <laughs> well, he hasn't been blade yet. That's true. <laughs> This is what they would have on the set here. They're like, "Hey, we have this movie coming out. We think you might be good for it." Like, What's it called? Blade. Terrible title. <laughs> I'll take it. And Charlie swears to John that he's changed. He's like, "Since when? Since I was hung off the side of a building?" <laughs> I know you've heard this before. <laughs> like, this time I mean it. I, I was, you know, Buddha. I'm gonna stop gambling. And John's like, "I bet you ten bucks you can't stop gambling." He goes, "Let's make it twenty. He goes, "See?" <laughs> he goes, "I know. I was just testing you. It's a thing." All right. So next day at work. Charlie and John, they meet the, their new partner, Grace Santiago, played by Jennifer Lopez. Jay Lo. Is she with Ben Affleck at this point? No. No, it's this, too early. This is way too early for that. Can't she, remember when it was. that 2000s? Yeah, I don't think she was with anybody of note hmm. yet. Because she was just coming. She's still in Living Color? No, this is after. No. But she had only been in a couple things. And All right, so this time. They're going to do the drunk setup thing. Charlie and Grace are watching as John does his drunk guy thing. It's, it's pretty much the same setup. This job doesn't look like much fun to me. This is not a job I'd want to do. No. Because John sits down and two women approach him. And one of them, yes, is Janice Soprano from The Sopranos. <laughs> because any movie about 
in the New York, New Jersey area from the 90s up until the mid-2000s. She's in it somewhere. Well, what's his name is, too? Um, one of the gangsters. Uh, no, it wasn't Big Pussy, but, but the other guy was in there, I think. Probably. Yeah. There's a bunch of and, then, and then a few of the cops are from Lethal Weapon. Yeah. Like, they're background guys. All right. This is, like, her first movie. She okay. did... She like she she did in Living Color till ninety three. Then she was in a bunch of small roles, and then this is like her first her movie, big movie. This is her break. And then in ninety seven, she does because this is before Selena. In ninety seven, she does Selena and and Anaconda. Those were mega megastar. And then well, Out Selena, of Sight and Anaconda. Ants in ninety eight, <clears throat> and then she released an album. Then she does The Cell. Okay, thank you for her so much. You're welcome. <laughs> um, so these two women decide they're not going to rob him. They try to take him home. And he's like, oh, crap. And he starts doing the old collar trick. So, you know, the sign, hey, come save me. Come save me. And Charlie's like, no, I'm going to let this go for a minute. And Grace is like, hey, um, he's doing the thing. You got to. And he's like, eh, not so much. So she comes out. He goes, I don't want to blow this. because. So she comes out and she's like, what you do with my man? Get away from him. What the fuck you think you is? Does the whole thing. She's drunk. And the two women are like, Oh, I'm oh, sorry. Shit. <laughs> I didn't know. But they do leave with his hat. Yeah, they do leave with his hat. So they could get him for stealing the hat, but I guess they'll let that go. Yeah. Just that across the platform, we see a bad guy. And um, he goes to rob the cashier and sets her on fire. Yeah, like, what? Mm-hmm. The team sees this and they'll break character because, you know, someone's on fire. Yes, this is a bigger deal yes. than catching the pickpocket. You know that pickpocket where we're going to... Yeah, this guy's setting people on fire. <laughs> Immolation and Trump's pickpocket. Yeah. So this guy's the torch, and he's just he's got some burns on him, and you can see. So he gets the money, and he's like, uh, I gave you the money, why are you doing this? Because I didn't really want the money. He burns the woman up. So Grace runs into the torch just as he's leaving, and it doesn't work out good for her because she kind of whoops his ass. Mm-hmm. But Charlie and John get to the cashier in time, and they save her. Uh, so Grace is getting her ass whooped, but and the bad guy gets away. So we cut to the bar with like you know, I don't know what it is, but in every movie with cops, they always go to the bar right after they're working. Yeah. So like, okay, sure. So at the bar, John finds Grace playing pinball, and she's like into it. She's using, she's using <laughs> yeah, her she's whole like body, dancing. and she's like, like that helps. <laughs> but she's, I'd be tired after about ten minutes of that. <laughs> and John's like, oh, hey, you know what? Let me get a, a couple shots. And he walks over to him and he's like, hey, see, this is a little harsh. So what you got to do is, and she just takes it and drinks it. And he's like, okay. Because <laughs> he ordered like two beers for chasers. Yeah. But she just drinks it and down. She just drinks it because she, she's good to go. Um, <laughs> and they talk about the torch getting away and if it bothers her. And they got this, you know, they're digging each other vibe going. But just then, Charlie walks up, and he gives Grace a rose. And then he's like, hey, you want to go get us some beers? And John's like, oh, you don't have any money? You can't buy any beers? And he's like, would you please just go get some beers? <laughs> so he he's leaves. definitely a great wingman. Yeah. Well, they're both trying to, you know, yeah, yeah. to date her and other things. Um, at the end of the night, Grace gets in her car just as John and Charlie are trying to get her to stay. Come on, the night's young. Why are you leaving so early? Like, oh, man. And the and impression the, I got was they started work at night, so the night it's, is young. It's <laughs> <laughs> this might be about daybreak. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And the brothers talk about how they both want to be with her and, you know, and like, hey, I'm going to, you know, all's fair and love and war. And he's like, I don't know, she's digging. Uh, Charlie's like, hey, she's digging me. And John's like, really? She didn't take your rose home. And he's like, motherfucker. <laughs> but after talking a little bit, uh, John decides he's going to let Charlie have her. Because... He's not going to let Charlie have her. He's, he's going to back off. He's going to back off. Yeah, which, there's a difference. Yeah. Okay. Well, you, in, in the guy world, it's like, all right, I'm going to let you have her, which means I'm out. I'm going to let you go for it. Yeah, I'm going to let you. It's not like I'm gifting her to you. <laughs> <laughs> she does have some she, agency. She does have free will. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when they're like, well, I'm going to let you. No, I'm going to back off and yes, let you have a shot. I'm going to let you put your bid in. Because <laughs> sometimes if you both try, you cancel each other out. No one gets it. Mm. It happens. Ruin your good friendship. Mm-hmm. And these guys are brothers. Bros before hoes. That, that has never been the case. I've never seen that actually happen. <laughs> Where guys give up a hoe. No, they, to the guys their like give, Yeah, that doesn't happen. Guys say that, but it's not actually true. <laughs> trust with As your life. In this it's, movie. <laughs> it's more the instance of trust with your life, not your money or your wife. That's true. That's true. <laughs> but anywho. Shouldn't you just trust your wife? <laughs> no, no. You would trust your friends with your money. No, trust your friends with your life, but not your money, money or your, your wife. wife. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because it doesn't matter if you trust your wife. Your wife may not be into it, but that guy's going to put his bid in. Okay. <laughs> I'm writing a book. It's, gonna be, it's coming out. I would never... I don't care if you were married to Kevin Costner. Whoa. <laughs> Or the great, this just got interesting. Or the great Scott Bakula. The great would Scott. never hit on your man. <laughs> you I, don't, I, don't I want you to know. You ain't woman I enough to take never, my even as he would was never. Baby got Bakula. <laughs> what if it was Venom? 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 Even if it was Randy Orton and he was wearing really tiny shorts and I could see his muscly thighs, I would not. <laughs> and his balls. <laughs> just saying. I do love Randy Orton's eyes. <laughs> <sighs> this is not a real person. Oh, I mean, he is Where a real that? person, but he's not somebody I know. I'm just saying, it wouldn't matter. Yeah. I'm with you. But he would put his bit in, because he's a bit of a man or He's been divorced like six times. Who, Randy Orton? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't doubt it. I've seen, well, we don't have to get into that. You've seen it? What, you seen that in Boys Peen too? No, no, I was going to say. Have you seen I've some seen sex tapes or something? <laughs> yeah. All right, so, anyway... Can we get back to John and I Charlie? I guess, maybe. So John and Charlie are talking about growing up. You know, has great thighs, John Cena. <laughs> but you can't see them. <laughs> but you know they're there. I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> I quit. <laughs> Became the Men's Thighs Podcast. <laughs> I quit. I don't want to do this anymore. I'm going and get a bride. Thighcast? Oh, man. Thank you very much. <laughs> You know what? I can't wait for your next episode about Conan or whatever the fuck it is. I'm gonna be like, no one's got a great ass as Scarlett Johansson. Got a great ass, and you got your head all the way up. So, if you were gonna have a podcast about just talking about which men have good thighs, would you call it white meat or dark meat? No, that's I don't. I can't. No, because it's chicken related. That's Do you racist. like white meat or dark? That's and then racist. you just talk about I can't thighs. Imagine a universe where I have a podcast about men's thighs. <laughs> You know what? I'm not listening to that podcast. Nah, I'm not in that podcast. <laughs> I'm gonna look at it. Hey, did you hear the podcast? I would let you talk about thighs with me. You can be in that podcast. <laughs> the desire isn't there. <laughs> I'll be in your Kevin Costner podcast. I won't have a lot to say, especially about his thighs. 
But I'm not going to be on your... eyes? Do you have things to say about Kevin Costner's eyes? No. No eyes, no thighs, no... I don't know. I don't know how to say about... Anyways. (sighs) Oh, man, I missed myself. (laughs) All right, so what happens next, John? I don't even know. (laughs) We're talking about J-Lo? Talking about how... All right, so they talk about growing up. And how uh, Charlie feels like John's floor is his ceiling. Charlie wants more, but John tells him that he's just a habitual duck up. Oh, I'm sorry. That's fuck up. Mm-hmm. Spell check. It's never been duck. Never. <laughs> they're about to fight because, you know, they're having that brother thing and it's getting real heated. And all of a sudden, three guys pull guns on them. And they're like, hey, give me, give me your, your watches, your wallets, give me the stuff. And they're like, hold on, we're busy right now. So they pull their guns. Mm-hmm. So now we have what's called a Mexican standoff. They don't do it as good as they do it in Bad Boys. Or Tango and Cash. Because that same scene happens in Tango and Cash when they're going to... Or not Tango and Cash. Thank you for distracting <laughs> me. For Bad Boys. Where they're having the fight outside the car and they come to get rot And the guys are going to carjack them. Yeah. He's like, hold the fuck on. And then they use the, fight, the fact that they're fighting to distract the guys. And what is... Um, what does Martin Lawrence say? I don't remember. He throws a slush at him, kicks him in the nuts, and pulls a gun and says, Uh-huh, Wesley Snipes, past your 57. Now give me motherfucking Handy White. <laughs> Wesley Snipes. <laughs> I haven't seen past your 57 in a really long time. That's me neither. an interesting film. It has Warlock in it. And um, Elizabeth Hurley. Oh, yeah. yeah. Everybody forgets. Oh, yeah, she is in that. Yeah. You know He's what? an air marshal, right? Uh, something like that, yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll watch it after we watch. Always bet on black. After we watch New Jack City. As <laughs> <laughs> a palate cleanser. Yes. And a bunch of uh, John oh. Cena, Randy Orton matches. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, wait a minute. You can't really see John Cena's thighs. Uh, he wears those jorts. <laughs> so, anyways, but this is different though because the way that they changed. See those guys in Bad Boys, they fought them. But what happens in this movie? Is now they're pointing guns at each other, but they continue to argue. And he's like, "Man, you said, and you took my Garth Brooks CD, and I can't believe it." So like, "What? Fuck you! Fuck you!" And they point guns at each other, and uh, and the three guys are like, "Yo, we're fucking robbing you! Give me your stuff!" And uh, and they just keep on arguing until these uh, the robbers get frustrated and leave. <laughs> this good. fight in first that Woody Harrelson stole Wesley Snipes Garth Brooks CD. Yeah, yeah. what's wrong <laughs> with that? Nothing. I just it's funny. What, you trying to say that Wesley Snipes can't like Friends in Low Places? No, everybody likes that song. Everybody Thunder Rolls. knows that song. Mm-hmm. Unanswered Prayers. Mm. We can go on. All right, anyway, so I they like start laughing stripes. and like, ha ha. The who? The White Stripes. The band, The White Stripes? No, he has a song called White Stripes. You mean The Red Strokes? Or, or Red... Why am I thinking White Stripes? Because there's a know. band called The White Stripes, but you're thinking of The Red Strokes. Okay. Well, my brain is dumb. <clears throat> and so am I sometimes. Well, you're welcome. Good thing I, you know, I, I have a superpower and it's music. Mm-hmm. It's okay. My brain's dumb. I don't feel bad. Oh, you're not dumb, honey. Anyway, on to the money train. <laughs> oh, shit. Where am I? The train is coming down. All right. So we're on the money train and they're now on the money train as security mm-hmm. because it's uh, Christmas time in Hollis, Queens. It's Christmas? Yeah. And there's extra money on the money train, so they need extra guys. And we learned that there'll be maybe three, four million dollars on the train today alone. 
It's like, damn. And Woody Harrelson's like, yeah. And he starts tapping the money, and John grabs his hand. He's like, nope. <laughs> this is when Harrelson... He says, doesn't mean I can't take notes. He's the great Yeah, he's like, doesn't, yeah, it's I can't take notes. Bolts. He's like, see that great down there? It's only four bolts. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. So Wesley Snipes is starting to look out the window because there's, there's, there's a ruckus. Mm-hmm. And just then, one of the regular guards comes over Can you and starts. Describe the ruckus. No, <laughs> starts tapping him with a shotgun. He's like, "Motherfucker, don't tap me Yo, with a shotgun!" He fucking muzzles him with the shotgun like multiple times. He's like, "You're my fucking spot." And he's like, yeah, "Holy, I don't shit. care. Don't touch me with a shotgun." Yeah, that's ridiculous. And then a fight breaks out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there seems to be um, a habit here with these two. Grace jumps right in their fight too. Like Grace she does. She gets in there and fucking whoops ass. Like the three of them just beat the shit out of these regular um. Money train guards. <laughs> and all three of them, so now Grace, John, and Charlie are in Patterson's office again. And he's like... Where is their boss? <laughs> and, and he goes, all right, so are you his wife? No. His girlfriend? No. I got it. You're the sister. We have a black brother, a white brother, and a Latina Sister. He could not be more douchey. <laughs> he did kill his wife. He's just not a good guy. We don't know that. He was acquitted. He might have killed But him. then he lost his civil suit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So 12, did OJ. 12 million. I'm I sorry. I said it was 30. Was it 30? I thought it was 12. I thought it was 30. I don't. I think that's fucked up, by the way. That he killed his wife or that he no, had that, 30 million? No, that he was acquitted, so he was proven not guilty of killing his wife. No, no, they weren't able to prove beyond a reasonable doubt that he did. There's a difference. But then you get to civilly sue him for a bunch of money. That's fucked double up. Jeopardy. The burden he was of, no, the double jeopardy. The burden of proof is a lot lower in the civil case. I know, but it's fucked up because I you can't prove that I killed my wife, but yet so you get millions of my dollars. No, fuck you. Because <laughs> the burden of proof is a lot lower. But you shouldn't. My problem is not. I'm not cheering for him. He may have killed me. <laughs> he could be a fucking dirtbag. <laughs> but I don't know. But I don't think <laughs> you should get to sue me because you think I'm a dirtbag. <laughs> yeah, I don't get that either. Like, we think that you killed my wife, but, uh, I mean, my court daughter. of law said I didn't, so fuck you. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm with you. You would think that, that that legal proceedings would trump civil proceedings. It's fucked up. Anyway, so, uh, Patterson's not pissed off at the fight. He's like, my money train was light. He tells Santiago she could leave. He goes, my money train's missing 25 grand. And everybody thinks it's Charlie. Yeah. Even John's like, motherfucker. You're, you need 15 grand. And 25's missing. They're like, oh, and he did all but accuse him of it. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't take your money. Just then a guy walks in. All right, you guys can leave. And he's like, hold on. A minute ago, you're like, where's my money? My money's missing, and now we can go? Yeah, they caught a guy made a full confession. He's like, motherfucker. One of his security guards confessed. Yep. I used to work in a hotel, and I, I got to tell you, it really rubs me the wrong way when people accuse you of something and then they find out that for sure you didn't do it and they don't acknowledge the fact that they were just a super douche to you. Yeah. And they were wrong. Like, don't accuse me of some shit. Find out for sure. Like, somebody says, no, we found it. And then don't tell me that you fucking found it. <laughs> yeah. But on the way out, Charlie's like, hey, what happened to that model train you had on your desk? That was real nice. And it's like, get out. <laughs> On, on the way out, John tells Charlie, he's like, hey, you know what? I thought you stole the money, too. And he's like, that's all right. You can insult me. You're family. That's all right. But he can't do it. He's not family. That's when Charlie gets another idea. You know, we can rob the money train. We can come out through the park. 
we saw exactly last night where the money train is and and they go to a bar and they talk about robbing the train how they would do it the uh-huh. whole plan and John's like faking like he's into it and, he's yeah. like, and Woody Harrelson says it's about time for our people and he gets, we get the line <laughs> say it loud and Woody Harrelson finishes I'm black and I'm proud and they do a high five I don't know I've always enjoyed that line and I don't mm-hmm. know why Anyway, so I thought, man, these guys go out a lot for people who got to come up with 15 grand in two days. <laughs> they don't want to be home because the bad guys will go to your house. <laughs> also, it's not like Woody is paying. Woody. It's not like Charlie is paying for anything. Please. Yeah, please. They have, presumably, about the same salary. So <laughs> you're bleeding your poor brother dry and you know you're going to need his help. But John's like, hey, look. We can't rob the money train. Why not? We're cops. We can't rob the money train. Like, whatever. Um, Okay, skipping over that. Uh, John walks by and sees that Grace is outside and she's dancing. She's doing the salsa dancing by herself and he decides... I'm going to go out there and join her. Because he's like, what the hell is she doing? (laughs) There's music and she's dancing. So he's like, I know I told my brother that I'm going to back off, but now I see this woman outside dancing. What could possibly go wrong dancing with her? I don't. How would that give her the wrong? I think he just saw her and was going out to talk to her. (sighs) You want to explain this to her? (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he was intending to put the moves on her. He just couldn't help himself. (laughs) What was it? I know there was a movie where Wesley Snipes talked about his Mandingo. What movie is that? I don't have Is that in The Rising Sun where he says something about his Mandingo? God. It doesn't matter, but the fact that you think that he went out there just to have a lovely conversation with a woman just is baffling. Why has he got to be the kind of guy that would dog on his brother? He just... This is this co-worker. We just covered this. Literally just covered this. All right, uh-huh. so you always get mad when they show that men in movies are completely hornballed and can't make their decisions <laughs> and all this stuff. But now you keep telling me that that's just the way it is. No. <laughs> so you don't get to be mad about that shit. No, no, I get mad in movies where they act like men are stupid when it's when like sex is a thing. Like, no, that's not what it, what happens. But if these two men are both attracted to this woman and she's outside dancing alone, he's going outside to put his bid in. That's can't it. Just be going to talk no. to a coworker. No. You don't ever just go talk to people you see that you know. Talk to? Yeah, I don't go outside and salsa dance with them. <laughs> you might. I don't. Do you know why? Because salsa but dancing. But you do like to is, salsa dance. Yes, but that's cheating's little cousin. <laughs> salsa dancing. <laughs> you ever you ever salsa dance? <laughs> it gets quite intimate. I broke telling by the way. Oh, oh cheating's little cousin is salsa <laughs> dancing. I remember that. Mm-hmm. All right. Cheating so, has a lot of little cousins. Apparently. Big well, family in the cheaters. Well, you know what? Let's just go to the evidence. Let's see what happens. Let's see how this shakes out. Okay. Let's, yep, sure. Let's, let's see how this shakes out. Let's play the tape. Okay, let's go. See. This would have been a tape. Let's see what happens. So he goes out to join her. They dance a bit. And then a slow song comes on and... Amazing! They keep and he dancing. goes well, to he, leave. He, he, he goes slips, to leave, and his face gets really close, and he's like, "Oh, she might mistake this as me trying to kiss her." So, she, so he goes to leave, and she's like, "No, come slow dance with me." And he, and he does what? He says no, and she has to convince him with her wiles, with her feminine wiles, <laughs> and he can't say Fair no because she's got boobs. You know Fair what would happen if it was me and I was out there, and she's like, "No, come dance," and be like, "Nope," and you leave. Why? Because that's what you do. Not this guy. Why? Because he wants to put his bit in. 
There's but, a but difference. Are you, are you Wesley Snipes? I'm Wesley John. No, I'm me. He's always Wesley. So why aren't he's you dance with he's no, no, John I mean, and he is Wesley Snipes. So Wesley Snipes wants to put his bid in. I don't want to put my bid in because you're married. Because I'm married. But I, if you were him, see, he's not married. I wouldn't even went outside to salsa dance with her because your brother. Even, but even, even if I was Wesley Snipes, I wouldn't want to because that's look, if you would say hey. So I'm you're at a bar and you see J Lo outside by herself dancing salsa dancing. Yes. You wouldn't even just you wouldn't even just say hey, aren't you J Lo? Nope. Okay. You know, her wait. butt is insured for $27 million. You might your head out the door and be like, you know, everybody else is in here. What are you doing? She <laughs> was hot. She said, I was hot. She did say I was hot and needed to blow off some energy. <laughs> nope. You know why? One, I don't get starstruck. I don't care. It's like, oh, cool, J-Lo. Go get my beer. <laughs> Two, going outside is not going to end well. Either she's going to have hurt feelings, I'm going to have hurt feelings. It's going to be hurt feelings. Or she's going to be like, that dude's bothering me. <laughs> or I'm going to go in there and put my bid in and your feelings going to get hurt. Would you like that? No. I didn't think so. So I'm not going outside to hang out with J-Lo. She's got a nice ass, though. He I don't care how nice her ass is. He does like butts. I, so you know should why. be worried about her outside shaking it. He's still Johnny from the block. I am Johnny from the block, you know. All right. So they dance, and they talk a little bit, and she says, I hope that's your gun. And he's like, I hope that's your gun. It's all popping at me, too. It was a dick joke. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> it turns out it was both their guns. And then they got to put them out behind the back. Behind the back. Mm-hmm. And they start dancing. They got to shift oh. their tackle. And they're about to do what? The oh, they're about to kiss. Ain't that a bitch. He slipped. Mm. Fell into her vagina. Almost. That, that happens. All right, so back inside. I've heard that. Uh, so we, we leave that alone. And we go back inside the bar. And Charlie brings Grace a drink. And John leaves. Because he's like, you know what? Well, John says that he has to back off. And... She's like, oh, you do? And he's like, yeah, I got, I can't. But she gets, like, mad about, but, like... Well, she's putting her bid in. Yeah, she, she likes a hit. She likes. I mean, this is a two-way street. Still, We're they're obviously their attracted to each other, but if he says, you know what, no, I got to back off, then she should just be fine with it because if she had done that to him, she would have expected him to be fine with it. That is a thing that bothers me. <laughs> that women are allowed to just keep forcing it? Yes. Like, Grace Jones is like, well, if you like a man, you take him. Yes. But if it was the other way around, that's cool, right? He's called Ray Wood and Grace Jones. Although in the Grace Jones universe, that seems to just be the way of the warrior. <laughs> She's not wrong because... That doesn't make it less not rapey. the Grace Jones universe. The Zula universe. The Conan-verse. The, the Conan-verse, Conan yeah. I'm just saying it doesn't make it less rapey. Yeah, in the Conan-verse, consent's not always required. <laughs> Sometimes you're just a slave. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was the, the days of high adventure. <laughs> anyway. Day of rapey adventure. <laughs> Uh, so we cut back to... Not all ventures are good. We cut, to John's, we cut to John's house, and he's sleeping in the bed. But Charlie breaks in, and I used to do this to my brother, my stepbrother, who's also named John, by the way. If he was sleeping, I would get on his bed, and I would start jumping. You gotta get up, you gotta get up, you gotta get up. And it never, like, he got me, good thing he didn't have a gun on so his pillow. John used to do this to the kids. Yeah, I did. It's been so long since I've seen Money Train that I was like, I didn't realize that the rhyme that he sings when it's time to wake up the kids is this rhyme. <laughs> <laughs> and I was gonna say, until the link cut me off, and I still do this to the kids. Nice. <laughs> but this is where I got it, yes. It's a, that's a good you one. You still do it now? I do it to Elaine all the time. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She, she pulls it up. <laughs> Don't so, do it to me, ever. <laughs> <laughs> he has occasionally done it to me. He doesn't do it to the kids as much anymore. Generally, if Cross isn't up, I'm the one that wakes him up. And, and here's one of those movie things that I just can't stand. is Now, John pulls a Glock, and you mm-hmm. hear him cock 
yeah. the hammer, and there isn't one on a clock. So that's a sound effect of nothing. And it's just so annoying. We're like, click, click. There's no click, click on a Glock. Look in the back. There's nothing there. Also, don't, also, don't pull guns on your friends. You can pull the gun out and show him as a joke, but you don't have to yeah, muzzle him. He pointed a gun at him. Why are people sleeping with guns under their pillows? <laughs> I mean, I Why people, are people, people sleeping with guns under I, their pillows? I wouldn't do that. Well, I mean, he's a cop in New York. And under your he, pillow? He, he does under, under your pillow. Undercover. Look, he I lives alone. I shoot myself in the head. I don't <laughs> He lives I'll alone. I'll roll over, bang. <laughs> <laughs> he lives alone. So nightstand, sure. Right out in the open, no problem. Under your pillow? What is wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So you can finger it while you sleep? Riggs slept with one under his pillow. Mm. Ribs, ribs, Riggs is unstable. Yeah. He once shot a guy out in Laos. Don't think he shot more than one dude in Laos. Let's be real. <laughs> yeah, but he, not but it was three hundred yards in high wind. Shot in high <laughs> it's like three guys three, in the world. Four guys in the world could have made that shot. Dennis Hopper. No, we need to watch the Coog. Lethal Weapon. The Ragnarok. Yeah. <laughs> well, we are gonna get food. I, I'm gonna watch Elf. This ni- tonight. You're this watch night. Elf tonight. This night. This night. I will watch the Elf. <laughs> I really feel like you need to watch Elf. With James Conn. I haven't Conn? seen it in a year, and I have to play that character All right. tomorrow. Can we get back to this? <laughs> all right. So anyway, John's like, "What have you been doing? I've been out all night with Grace." And he's like, "Well, what happened? A gentleman never tells." And John's like, "Yeah, whatever. Fuck face. You're what not happened? a gentleman." Yeah. We're not <laughs> at risk says, of you ever being a gentleman. Which, so and this go doesn't ahead and come back up. Like nobody ever says what they did. They didn't do I, anything. I know. Nothing. But. Because Grace is into John. Yes, but he says I was out all night with Grace. So he theoretically could have been out quite late with Grace. But she never says anything to. Because she doesn't. It doesn't matter. To John later. It doesn't register her. She's like, whatever. He is not an option. uh, When John punches her in the face, it registers. Well, I imagine he says he's a trained martial artist. I'm just. (laughs) Anyway. So. When John starts pushing him, hey, you got to tell me what happened. John, Charlie falls asleep. John gets up and he goes decides to go to the police gym. And I don't know what it is, but in every police gym, in every movie, there's a giant boxing ring. <laughs> <I know. laughs> is, there, is there not one in the gym at I have where no you idea. play the I mean, jazz triangle? Jazz triangle. <laughs> but there's always a boxing gym and they're always boxing. I'm like, wouldn't they get beat up? Anyway. Is there one no at the jazz triangle academy? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. <laughs> Grace comes in. And uh, and John's like, hey, shouldn't you be in bed? Grace's like, nah, I got I got a lot of energy. And she looks at him and goes, want to work some out? And I was like, so why not? Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, you know, let's go a few rounds. And he's like, what, boxing? No, I don't want to box you. And she's like, what, are you scared? I'm like, oh, I hate when they do that. So he's like, If some right. chick called you a chicken, would you then get in the ring and fight with her? You punch her in the throat. No. Wow. Heard- wow. Wow. That's not what I meant. But I mean, no. What I would do is I would say, "Okay, let's go," and then I would just play defense until she got nice and tired. Just mm. and then punch her in the throat. <laughs> and then throw one real close and stop right short of her face and go. Did that work out to think you were gonna? You'd be super douche. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because, I, you know, that's happening. Like, oh, no, you're not. You're not going to come close. I'm you're not, not going to touch me. I'm not boxing anyone. But because, <laughs> because you think you're tough and you don't know how to box. But I did enjoy the scene. I don't do martial arts that involves punching. So I didn't enjoy the scene because what's the first thing she does is they touch gloves and she sucker punches him. <laughs> she's like, Which, okay, ready? She's a weak woman. She needs to get the She's advantage. not a weak woman. She whooped that dude's ass on the train a minute ago. <laughs> oh, he was a rent a cop. 
<laughs> she still whooped a full man's ass in the fucking train. Then he's not a rented cop. He's a security guard. Uh, which is a rented cop. I thought said cop on their thing. I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Were they... I don't, but we they, they were assigned people. to help them. I thought it was just They're, another unit of police officers. I thought they were we'll private <laughs> security that's owned by the money train. I don't know what Like the Garda. The, the lines... Yeah. People that pick them up. The lines are all crossed in this movie. Is the subway it's dude their unclear. boss? I don't know. Well, <laughs> it's very vague because it was written by people that didn't do They have research. no idea. No, I've, I just figured it out. You know the movie oh, The One God. with Jet Li? I am yes. the one. Okay, There's this nothing is like I have become. This is obviously one of those alternate universes. <laughs> it's not our so universe. So Wesley Snipes is going to jump in and kill that Wesley Snipes? Yes, and more power. power. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense. That's, that's obviously what happens. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so she sucker punches him, and they're boxing, and he's not really throwing shots, but she's going at him, and she's yeah. hitting him. Like, she's yeah. getting, like, she's, evidently, she's, she's got some skill, because she's able to land some shots. And she's like, we're not going to talk about last night. Her. He does hit her a couple times. He yes. go, no, he doesn't actually hit her until later. Well, he hits her one time in the very beginning. He gives her a, a, like, a little, a, like a little jab in the face. Yeah, a little, I was like, holy shit. A little, a little and then shot. Later, yeah. Yeah. I was and like, it, he is actually hitting her. But like, mostly, mostly he's just pushing She said, him. don't hold back. Yeah. Right. But Which, and he does. She, she wanted it. That's not what she wanted. She said she wanted it. She nope. wants it to turn into something else. <laughs> yeah, because she, she presses him about last night. Why'd you back off last night? And he's like, what, because of Charlie? And she's like, that's nothing going to happen there. And Grace goes, yeah, I heard he's kind of a fuck up. And he goes, what fuck up? What? Bah! And drops her. Because he finally let one go and she wasn't ready. And he puts it right on that on her butt, on a keista. And she's like, I'm sorry about that. And he's like, yeah, uh, it's all right. I'm sorry. And they admit they have feelings for each other they have what's called now a shared moment which was silly which yeah. Tony I, I, wanted to see a little more between them, them before uh, they were in love in love <laughs> I wanted like a couple more scenes of them and doing they're something clearly together. in love because like, of what happens love. later because what happens next is at the precinct John gives Charlie 15 grand because he feels guilty about it <clears throat> also maybe he doesn't want his brother to die there's that too and Tony goes, you don't give the gambler the money. You go and yeah. give it to the person he owes the money to. Yeah. <laughs> obviously, you know where he's at. Those are facts. <laughs> All right. So he says, this is my rainy day fund. And, you know, they hug it out. Charlie leaves and is like, thanks, man. I love you. Yeah. So on the train, Charlie has the money in his pocket. And this old lady bumps into him, gives what's called a bumper. You, you're familiar with the term yes. bumper. If you're not, friends, go back and watch, listen to our my Blue Heaven episode, and we'll have detail about that. <laughs> There's also some salsa dancing in that, the merengue. That's the merengue, yeah. Isn't the merengue a salsa dance? Kind of. Dun, it's dun, considered dun, dun, dun. one of the salsa dances as opposed to ballroom, isn't it? Yeah. All right, so. It's one of the Latin dances. Mm-hmm. So, um, after the old lady bumps into him, Charlie watches a guy get pickpocketed, and he goes and saves that guy. He goes, ah, hey, is this yours? He's like, wow, I didn't feel it. He goes, yeah, don't worry about it. You should keep your valuables right here, and you're in a oh. pocket. And he's oh. like, oh, shit, where's my money? Just then he sees the old lady beating feet, and he's like, no! Yeah. All right. Um, at, the, at John's place, Grace shows up, and they bone. Just as they're boning, Charlie shows up to where the bad guys are, and is like, I don't have the money. Mm-hmm. So they whoop his ass, and, yeah. and he's like, whatever. And you're like cutting back and forth between <laughs> yeah. boning 
Which it, I saw some nipples. <laughs> were they Wesley's nipples? No, they were hers. They, they were jingling nipples. We do see Wesley's nipples later, though, or, or earlier. We did, we have seen Wesley's nipples. We, we saw see Wesley's nipples in the last scene when he was boxing. We did see some J lobes. The right. <laughs> Tony saw some Wesley butt. And some Wesley butt. I was like, that's some Wesley butt. What the hell's going on in this? Uh, the merengue is the national dance of the Dominican Republic. It's a great merengue. merengue was that? Accompanies the merengue pie. style of. That's a meringue. Oh. <laughs> um, merengue is also performed in ballroom dance competitions along with other dances of Afro Caribbean origin, such as Cuban and Puerto Rican versions of salsa. I thought meringue was that orange monkey that was. That's an orangutan. Oh. Oh goodness! <laughs> All right. Anyway, so Any which way but lose. Charlie <laughs> turn club. Charlie gets his ass whooped, and he goes back to John's house to you know let him know, hey, I lost the money, and he finds him sleeping with Grace. This compounds the bad day that he's having. Yeah, it's not good. John wakes up in an amazing time, you know, timing, just to see Charlie there, and he's like, shit. He chases him out, and he's like, fuck. Uh, he's like, hell, man, everything's cool, man. I'm happy for you guys. He's like, I know you now. He's like, no, I'm fine, man. Don't even worry about it. He goes, hey, did you pay Mr. Brown? And he goes, no, I lost the money, but what else is new, right? And we cut back to work. Now Grace is posing as a cashier. Charlie shows up to work, but now he's he's drunk. He's late. John tries to sell him home. He's like, man, just call home. You're drunk. Get out of here. Now they're trying to catch the torch. Just yeah. then the torch shows up, and he looks over. And he sees that uh, J Lo's in, uh, in, the, the, booth. in the, booth. the booth. Thank you, the booth. I'm like, I was going to say that big glass box. <laughs> <laughs> what is that word for the big glass box? The booth. To be fair, you've been breathing all day. I have. I'm, I'm, I'm hop on, you know, Percocets. And, <laughs> so Charlie tells tells John what happened to the money, but John doesn't believe him. He's just then the torch walks up down the track and pushes the guy onto the tracks to try to distract everybody. This draws officers from the scene. Um. The, the torch starts heading. Commences. <laughs> the torch heads back towards um, Grace. Now, John leaves and tells Charlie, You watch Grace. I'm going to go see what the fuck's going on over here. And Charlie's like, You got it. The torch sees that it, that it is Grace, and he recognizes her and tortures her with gasoline. Tortures her. Sprays her with gasoline. Mm-hmm. It's like, I remember you. And Charlie sees this, and he's like, Shit. Charlie mm-hmm. doesn't see it fast enough, though, because he's like, watching this, this other and, scene. And you're like, this guy has to stink. <laughs> you ever got, like, gas on your hands from pumping is gas? Is it gasoline? Like, is it gasoline, or could it be some other... I guess it could be another sound. Could be kerosene. Kerosene stink. Could be Vaseline. <laughs> could be, like, sternal. Any of the Could seeds. be meringue. There's this lots of, stuff you put There's lots of different <laughs> flammable... Flammable? Flammable. <laughs> Extremely flammable liquids. Okay. Oh, All right. So... Gunfight. <laughs> Chase. It's flannable. Chase. So it's it's, it's a shirt with the stripes on it's flannel. It's what you light a boulder on, <laughs> fire with when you put it in a trencher butt. <laughs> you're going to do flaming boulders. So Charlie shoots his gun into the air, spooking a horse that almost runs over a couple of kids. Just then he saves it. John continues to give chase and is attacked by the torch. And they end up alone. And he's spraying the gas. Chases the, him through the park and then back yeah. down into the subway. I, I and then on the tracks. That. I and know. Snipes, he swings he, a metal. He sprays thing. him with the flammable liquid. Yeah. Ah. Mm-hmm. The merengue. Like, yeah, the merengue. <laughs> and now. Wait, wait. Isn't it merengue? 
That's just for Tony. So now John's got, got a lead pipe, and he goes, see what happens when you play with fire? He goes, you get burned. And bam, just then sparks the the ground, and he sets a blaze. Would that work? Yeah. If it's flammable, you need is a spark. Because he had sprayed the whole area with that mm-hmm. flammable liquid. Right. Miraculously, Wesley Snipes does not get lit on no. fire when <laughs> he's the, completely dry. Yeah. When the torch jumps on him while he's on fire, he's able to catapult the man of, over him with his feet um, while not getting lit on fire, even though he's probably also covered in the flammable liquid. That's right. <laughs> all right, so the torch gets set ablaze and then gets hit by a train. He might be all right. <clears throat> we'll find out if he comes I back. Bet on it. No. I, I'm pretty sure he died. <laughs> wow, for Carly to say that. <laughs> Alright, so we're back on the platform. Charlie's sitting on the platform and Patterson shows up. And he offers to get him out of the trouble. He's like, hey, I understand. I'm even, I can take care of you. I'm going to hook you up. I got some connections. All you have to do is ask. Why is he in trouble? Because he was drunk on duty. He missed some things. I don't know. Let's not worry and about that. And this dude knows that he's in debt up to his eyeballs. Too. Yes. But, so I thought he might be implying that he could help him with that situation. He does decoy work on the subway. So even if he smells like booze, you can't prove that he's drunk. That's true. So Yeah, you can. It's called the breathalyzer. Blow but nobody gave him a breathalyzer. How do you know? He was, it was done off camera. You don't know. Like, Let me show I don't understand for you. what he did. See, this is one of those things where there's a simple explanation. Well, they gave him a breathalyzer. That's why he was sitting down there and he was all sad. But you didn't see it. And Elaine doesn't. was like, no, no, this isn't my plot hole, so fuck off. Well, she explained earlier that yeah. she doesn't set the plot hole open. She doesn't give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> She's a seamstress, a plot hole. All right. So Charlie goes to get up. But Patterson's like, no, no, ask me from down there. He's like, okay. Well, you can kiss my fucking ass. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> Just then, John shows up and tries to save Charlie, but it's too late. He's fired. Which, again, we don't know. Can he do that? <laughs> we don't know. He's, he's the mayor of the train station. No. <laughs> <laughs> he might, I don't know. He might be the chief Maybe of police. Maybe he or, could <laughs> say, I don't want this dude working in the subway anymore. Reassign he's like an him. evil Sir Topham hat. <laughs> <laughs> An evil Sir Topham hat. Yeah, that's the... I know who it is. It's from... Goblin uh, <laughs> uh, Tanker. Yeah, I was going to say Bob the Builder, but I was, that didn't feel right. Can we build it? Yes, we can. Mm-hmm. All right, so this goes awry, and Charlie gets John fired as well. Damn. Can he fire him? <laughs> Apparently, he just fired everybody. That's what I'm saying. If this man is a civilian... Then he cannot be fired. I'm sorry. Him. Hold and on. And there's nothing that John did that deserves to be makes him deserve to get fired. Well, he fired John there. No, but not John. Charlie, Charlie, Charlie did not that. John. That might be. There's a bunch of stuff we that Charlie did to be in trouble. Do we know that John lit the human You're torch? You're both fire? missing the point. This this is the state of New York where they have a lot of unions. You don't get to just fire a guy. I know that. <laughs> Either way, I mean, he de- John like, at least would steps. be on administrative leave. That's what I'm saying. The old, uh, I think the worst this dude can do. Do you do know why? Because if you wrote this, has no clue. Reassigned or moved from the, the transit. That I believe he can do. I'm in charge of this train. I don't want that guy working here. Yeah. yeah Put him, make him a beat cop. Make him a street cop. Make him a traffic director. I don't give a fuck, but get him out of the subway. Anyway. <laughs> so anyway, they're out. John is pissed and is like, fuck you, Charlie. And he's like, what? <laughs> he said, you just got me fired. And he goes, you, you know what? You lost my 15 you grand. You lost my 15 grand. I want you out of my life. We're done. Well, technically, John got John fired. Yeah. He didn't have to do that. He didn't no. have to interfere. He didn't. So, but they seem incapable of 
resisting interfering. <laughs> well, that's true. Well, because he, you know, you don't call his brother a fuck up. It's, but he is a fuck up. <laughs> but only he can say that he's a fuck up. That's one of those sibling things. You can talk shit about your siblings all you want, but if somebody else talks shit about your siblings, then you join Woody goes, close ranks. Why did Woody Harrelson want to play this dude? <laughs> I know, this is like a bad role. Well, was he doing Cheers at this time? No, Cheers was over. Huh. Well, I mean, he kind of... Got he didn't need the money. He was all right. <laughs> no, but he, I he think He did Cheers for many years, and it was very popular. He probably, he he probably did, did it because he didn't. was doing it, and they were getting they're, along. They're buddies. It's just every once in a while I watch a role, and I'm like, why Why would you want to play this if you didn't He might have thought the role sounded fun. Maybe. He might have been like, oh, hey, I like to hang out with Wesley and... Or show his range. Yeah, yeah. you know, I'm going to do some stuff. So now Charlie's at the bar, and we have a... Hey, Carly, do you know why blind people don't skydive? This scares the shit out of the dog. Nah. Nah. And the bartender does not laugh. <laughs> so Mr. Brown. Like the kind like, of joke that Tony would I like. love those kinds of jokes. You know what the sexiest part of a ghost is? No. Boobies. <laughs> you know how you get a witch pregnant? No. You fuck her. <laughs> so what <that> is. <laughs> Mr. Brown shows up <laughs> and Charlie tells him. That last one <laughs> kind of lingers. <laughs> oh, boy. And Charlie says, you know what? Just kill me. And Brown's like, you know what? I think we need to change tactics. So if you don't pay, I'm going to kill your brother. And he uses the bad N-word. Yes. Not the one that means black. He uses the N-word. You know why vampires can't have children? No. They have Halloweeners. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if our podcast listeners got to hear that. Because they have Halloweeners. <laughs> At Charlie's place. Um, Did you hear my stomach just growl? I hope that didn't make it on the podcast. I didn't, so maybe. At Charlie's at his house now, he kicks over the model train and gets a drink and decides, you know what? I thought he was going to slip on that model train and fall. <laughs> but he's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to rob the fucking train. So now the bartender goes to see John and tell him about Charlie and about how you know he's in a bad way and this guy came in and evidently he must have overheard what the guy said because now John and then there was some destruction in the bathroom. Yeah, a little bit. So after John goes to see Mr. Brown and beats the shit out of every, he goes like, "Oh, Blake." <laughs> he beats up half the people in this movie, <laughs> and he goes, "Look, you're gonna get your money," and beats his ass, and he goes, "By the way." Who you calling an N-word and then does like a jump spin kick. Yeah, through a window. He's mm-hmm. pretty famous for that jump spin kick. He does it on a lot of his movies. Well, he's uh, uh, awesome. A accomplished martial artist. Yes. I think he's like a fifth degree black belt or some shit. Anyway. I mean, he's, what is it that they call like movie foo or um, gun foo? Gun foo? Gun that, foo? Is no that one's what better it's called? than uh, Keanu Reeves. No, <laughs> but isn't that what they foo. call it when it's martial arts for movies? Wesley Snipes is really well, great guns, at yeah. martial arts for movies. Tony goes... So you know what this means. The next time those goons come, they're not going to try to fight him with their fists. They're just going to shoot him. <laughs> I know. They always do that in movies. They're always like, I beat your ass. I'm like, yeah, but now they're going to hire better security with guns, and you're not going to beat their ass ever again. They're just going to kill you. And throw you in. Like, we know how this is going to go. Yeah. You got us once. And we know that they're I not above know. shooting someone. Yeah. He might survive it. We don't know how many other Wesleys he's uh, killed. That's true. Killed. There's nothing like he has become. <laughs> I have you one. Anyway, so Charlie goes to the park and cuts the lock, and he's getting for so he can escape the money train. And we're in business. John's at the bar and he's looking for Charlie, and he's like, "He's not here. Oh, he left this present for you." Grace shows up and goes, "Hey, where you been?" Opens up the present, and it's the it's the money train model. 
And again, John, this is New Year's Eve. <laughs> New Year's Eve, he gives him a but, present. But I like to never. But he's doing it to let. He, he's, he's letting him know. He's letting him know. He's I like, know. I'm just saying. I'm doing this. John tells Grace, Charlie's going to rob the money train. She convinces that, he, you know, you have to go save him. He's your brother. <laughs> As opposed to. What? <laughs> this, goes, yeah, Patterson yeah. is going to kill him. She <laughs> really loves him because she is on board with helping your brother not get caught for robbing the money train. Rather than, we'll call the cops and they'll arrest him. She's a cop. Yeah, a a police officer. Like I was this saying, I needed the fuzz. I needed should, more relationship. Yes. Not, not we but, had a moment at a bar and we banged out. So we're in love, like risking our lives and jail time forever. It's, they've only known each other for what, 14 days max? She's got a great <laughs> She's got a great ass. <laughs> you got your head all the way up it. You know what that's from? Heat. Mm-hmm. We'll watch that later. Nice. I don't want to. Nice. <laughs> it's a great movie. It it's kind of long. Val Kilmer's got a terrible ponytail in that movie. Yes, but Ashley Judd has a great ass. <laughs> seen his arm? And Hank Azaria's got his head all the way up it. Uh, next time you watch it, his arm is like malformed because mm-hmm. he broke it. And really, it's once you see it, you never not see it again. All right, so Charlie breaks into the train and times it just right as the guards are going out. So there's no one on the train but the conductor. And he kicks the kicks him out. He's like, "Hey, you fuckface, get out of here!" And he steals the train. It's like, wow, that was kind of anticlimactic. That, that was a lot easier than I thought it would. They don't leave anybody on the train. Hey, Cracker Jack timing. You know what? Maybe he's a big fan of Big Trouble in China. I don't know. We hear a report that the money train has when been he's stolen. Under the train, like welding. The he's, well, he's time. not welding. He's cutting. It's so he's like, torch. he doesn't have goggles on, and nobody hears that. No one sees or sparks falling on his face. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Tony has pulled up the picture. Tony made me look at Val Kimmer's weird elbow. All right, so we hear that the money train. Oh, you have Can you stop while I'm sorry? You don't sound sorry at all. John's riding his motorcycle, and we hear into the subway and to try to catch the money train. So he rides a motorcycle onto the train. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Patterson tells people... They have lost a money train. They haven't lost it. They know exactly where it is. <laughs> it's not it's going on the tracks. Yeah, it's only going it doesn't place. go away. So there's so many places they can go. Charlie goes to grab some cash and tries to leave out the tunnel. So he stops the train and tries to do his, his escape plan. And he goes out of the tunnel. And who's sitting there? A bunch of um, mounted cops. And mm-hmm. they're leaving the piles, you know? Shit. <laughs> and he's like, damn it. If I was Charlie, I'd have gave it a shot. I'd have popped yeah, out and walked I mean, away. Fuck like, it. fuck it. You know? They're not going to sit there forever. Right. Um, but he goes back into the train. I guess he runs into John. Um, transit cops are on the way to them. And so they're like, all right, we got to get the fuck out of here. Get back on the train. And the train starts to go. Mm. I think I would have put the train on autopilot and let it keep going and then just hide. Yeah. Well, the transit cops, maybe maybe we'll have found them. I don't know. But then they could have did the old, hey, we heard the thing we were trying to find. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That they do later. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. But it makes sense when they do it later because you can't prove they weren't like... On that other subway train. Well, we'll get to that. I'd be like, I came back from Coney Island. <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, you did touch everything and your blood's on the train. But, yeah. All right, well, Patterson tries there to was tells the robbers, like, hey, accident. he's going to do all kinds of mean things, and I'm sure Tony has lines. Oh, yeah. And just then, <laughs> Charlie's like, don't worry about it, partner. You're still going to get your cut. <laughs> John tells Charlie that they're about to hit the brakes. They're, you know, this thing's going to stop because there's mechanisms for this. And he's like, let's bleed the brakes. Like, 
That's a bad fucking idea. <laughs> so they bleed the brakes just then, in amazing time, and Patterson's like, all right, hit the brakes and tell them to stop. Somersault them, but it'll kill them. Fuck them. Um, they, he's like, okay, hit it. Well, here's what we'll do. If the brakes didn't work, we have an immovable barricade just sitting around. Amazing. Yeah. We'll put the amazing barricade in the way. And they and then that'll be it. Mm-hmm. That'll kill them. Fuck them. And ruin the $6 million drain. Yeah. For $2 we, million. Dollars or we, four, it's four, but we four live with that. John's like, speed up the train. So they hit it. Mm. Give it some more. A little, a little, a little oomph. All right, Patterson finds out that there's a train in front of the money train, and instead of moving it, he's like, no, no, leave it there. We now we know where the money now, train's going to be. Which, what I don't get is, why isn't the plan take all the people off the train and then use that train to block the tracks? Which, yes, there'd be a giant accident, but we don't care if the robbers die. Yeah. Which, makes, uh, which would make complete sense. But no, it's... Use this train to. I, I don't well, know what he wants this train to do. He's convinced that whoever is robbing the train will stop the train when they see that there's another is, train. Is up. that what he thinks is going to happen? He, that's well, what he we says. Need, we need yeah, Hatter, he we says need, it. So mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure. to be evil. Evil, like <laughs> he's fruits of the devil. As opposed to, if he doesn't do that, he's just some guy doing his job. I <laughs> 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 like, catch these assholes on the train. If they get killed, they get killed. So the money train goes through the immovable barricade. <laughs> yeah. Like you do. Without any trouble. And is heading for the other train. <laughs> the Coney um, Island train. The Coney Island train, that's right. On the money train, Charlie's trying to collect some money, but John won't let him, and he's like, why not? So they fight. They actually get into a fight. Just then, John falls off the train. <laughs> and Charlie dies like... Hey man, give me your hand. And Elaine Money's said, "This like is where I help." Yeah. Get, get yeah. you back in there. Still, don't have no problem. Mm-hmm. John almost dies, so Charlie saves him. Charlie decides, you know what? We gonna shut the train down. We'll, um, we have to shut the train down just so it doesn't hit the other train. John has an idea. We hit, we'll hit it in reverse. We'll do a twenty-ton somersault. Yeah, it'll rip the transmission out, but it'll flip over and go Well, what happens to the people? What happens to us? Well, they'll be fine. The train in front of us. Well, what happens to us? We die. Yeah, we die. They live, we die. And then Charlie's like, all right, well, fine. I'll stay. It's my fuck up. You get out of here. I'll die. And John's like, nope, we're in this together. Just then Charlie's like, hey, I'll grab this pole. And John has a great line. What you going, pole vault off this motherfucker? (laughs) It's not tremors. (laughs) Not a lot is. So, fuck you. <laughs> Charlie takes the pole, sticks it out the window, and props it up against the reverse. So now when the... It's <laughs> <that> <laughs> again. <laughs> so when the train... It lingers. <laughs> it just lingers. Oh, shit. Halloweenies. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm left out since... Broach. So they, they get on top of the train, and they're getting ready. So they're going to jump from the money train to the other train just as it slams into it. <laughs> Maybe if you're Blade and, and, and uh, fucking Carnage. <laughs> slams into it, and the money train does a somersault. Sure. This is, this is Cracker Jack timing, <laughs> Wang. 
But I'm like, it's at this point, when this train is somersaulting and knocking down all the support beams yeah. and shit, I'm like, okay, how much damage did we just cause to this tunnel and yeah. these trains so you can get back insured money? Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry about that, Carly. Aim for the bushes. <laughs> Go back and listen to our other guys episode for that one. <laughs> but this amazingly works. John and Charlie are able to get onto the other train. Does a few flips, just a few. <laughs> um, so they get out as, you know, they stop the other train finally. And Patterson's there, amazingly. And he's looking, he's like, where's the guy? And he's looking around for someone who stole his train. He's like, I'll find you, you motherfuckers. Yeah, like he can sense them or something. Or sniff him out. <laughs> like he's uh, Bruce Willis and Unbreakable or something. <laughs> so the only people he does recognize are John and Charlie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're both like, oh shit, Patterson's going to be right there. So they get run into Patterson, and Patterson goes, what are you two guys doing here? Oh, we heard it over the scanner. We're here to help. You know, anything we could do. And he's like... Fuck you guys. This hey. is what I would say. I was on the Coney Island train. You almost killed me, motherfucker. Yeah. He's like, this is where you put he's your like, hey, as, as you, you know, you old hammer working now, you're not a cop no more. And he's like, what? And he goes, yeah. nothing but a what is fuck this? up. What is this? Why? Hold on. He calls a fuck it's up and spits in his yeah. face. That's true. But first, but you know what? And he spits on John, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. John's not the fuck up. Oh. <laughs> so John's like, I'm going to hit him. And, and Charlie's like, no, no. I'm going to hit him. He goes, no, no, no. We both hit him. So they both hit him. <laughs> and he flies back 20 feet. And he flies back 20 feet, and they both blow snot rockets on him. <laughs> and what? Lane goes, what? What? <laughs> it's, it's what you do. It's, 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 you spit on me, I snot rocket you. Oh, yes. Gross. I mean, right, maybe. Let's not do any but, of this. <laughs> like, I don't. Just don't spit on me. You won't even, have to know about it. Even if I'm a Patterson, this angry weirdo. I'm still obsessed with the fact that someone stole my money train. I don't feel like I have it in me to ask about your penis. <laughs> well, the guy's a fucking weirdo and racist, I think. A little bit. Definitely, because he spit on Wesley Snipes, yeah. not on... Not on the fucker. Exactly. Yeah. He's white. He's definitely racist. Yeah. So, Patterson gets up and is like, arrest them. Just then, Grace shows up out of fucking nowhere. <laughs> well, and she's goes, been listening. On the scanner. On the scanner. The Grace is arrested. Following. She goes. She, no. him and she goes. No, you're under arrest for endangering all those people. And the conductor of the other uh, rig is like, "Yeah, arrest his ass. He tried to kill us." Which that guy's great. That's the guy from um, Spider-Man. Yeah, the one that works mm-hmm. in Jamie Jim, Jamie Jim, Jameson or whatever his name is. That guy Jameson. Yeah, he's in a lot of movies. Is just kind of a background. Yeah, like, he's always, he's always great. great. And so, and Patterson's like, "Who are you?" And he goes, "Oh, you don't remember me, Officer Santiago." <laughs> And then, and then John and Charlie make it to Times Square just in time for the bowls to drop. The... Thanks, Andrew. <sighs> it's New Year's. Happy it's New, New, Year's. New Year! And they hug, and and then John's like, "Hey, what's what is this?" And he's touching Charlie in the chest, and he goes, "Well, I put on a little bit of weight." <laughs> <laughs> and doesn't stop his brother from opening his jacket and finding five hundred and thirty-six thousand dollars. Yeah. And Charles like, motherfucker, why did you get it? He goes, no, no, it's okay. And they have a little bickering. And we have a, the train is coming, baby. And they're walking towards a, uh, what is it, the sign for? I can't remember. Hawaii or something? Oh. Tahiti. Tahiti. Mm-hmm. They're walking towards this big Tahiti poster. <laughs> so I guess they're going to go to Tahiti. Yeah, they're going to be naked. I mean, they didn't get caught. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they haven't done any frenzies on that train. Yeah. <laughs> 
1995 forensic. It's not quite. Um, should they had DNA? <laughs> it's true. Yeah. But Tony's like, yeah, your fingerprints, what's their they're... fingerprints would be on the train anyway, unless they super clean. What's the train on the train? From Woody. Was, they've gotten in fights on this train. <laughs> That's true. How <laughs> He's he... wiping his nose, his bloody nose with money at one point well, and throwing it on the ground. Yeah, but... I mean, that money just floated out through the whole tunnel. That, we might true. never that's all true. find that money. Yeah, that's true. And you know we what? don't know how often they clean that train. That's true. Let's not worry about that. Let's get back into what did you think of this? Tony. Oh. No, no you never go first. Uh, let's see. Favorite character was John Wesley Snipes. Whose favorite character is, <laughs> is Patterson? He's like um, Marvel villain level, <laughs> this weird fucking guy. My favorite scene is Snipes beating the shit out of all the Lone Star, uh, Lone Sharks goons. My favorite line I said in the beginning is all of them, all of Patterson's lines. Uh, my favorite of his is, "If you fuck with the, my train again, we will tangle ass." <laughs> uh, my favorite tertiary object is uh, the double shots of Jack Daniels. My let's see, is that it? That's it. I will. I'll maybe this movie. It's okay. All right. I had never seen it before, and I was like, it's all right. You'll like it better next time. Okay. Uh, Carly. All right, my favorite character, also John. My least favorite character, also Patterson. <laughs> my favorite scene was the escape from the money train. Wait, kind of like the whole time they're on the money train, and they, after, you know, when they're both on the money train, not when it's just we hear them. My favorite line is the one where he says, a gentleman never tells. I don't have it. I don't know what it exactly is. There's like no lines in IMDb for this movie. <laughs> and he's like, well, since we're not in any danger of you ever being a gentleman, you might as well tell me. I thought that was funny. Um, and my favorite tertiary object is the opening Christmas shots. And I almost made Christmas my favorite tertiary object. <laughs> I'm allowed. Um, and I will also may bay it. It I'll was take, all right. <laughs> I'll take a lot of may bays. A lot of may bays, but I'll take two may bays. All right, Elaine. My favorite character is John. My least favorite character favorite character is the torch. Oh, now, yeah, a good pick. Sure. I feel like, first of all, he's lighting bitches on fire because he likes to watch. And they aren't bitches. They're very nice transit authority. It's, but he does specifically choose females, females. Yeah. in the and, he, and when he lights the first transit worker on fire, she says, I gave you the money. And he says, it's not really about the money. He likes to watch them burn on fire. Yeah, that's, so That's true. And he's got a name, The Torch, and they're, so obviously this is somebody they're looking out for, though, when, because the first fire, they're like, oh my god, it's The Torch. Like, no. Also, this is a subplot that didn't need to be there. It is weird. It comes out of nowhere. It comes out of nowhere, and it's take of care, and they're not like, like. Because it takes away from. We could have had more scenes with Wesley Snipes and Jennifer Lopez if we didn't have this dude in the movie. When they do take out the torch, there's not some big celebration. They finally caught this guy. He's been lighting women on fire, for Christ's sake. And he's finally done, and And he died. They're both fired. (laughs) Like, there should be some kind of something, like, big to do about the torch. Because not only did they finally catch this guy, but he also died a fiery death, which is what he deserves. <laughs> really, no, no, he died from the train. He just happened to be on fire. If Greg Murtaugh killed this guy, they'd be fucking giving him the key to a city in one I know. One I'm just saying that it just it didn't seem it seemed very tertiary as a plot and didn't really need to be there. I agree. I did enjoy when he was running from them and you could his coat yeah. opened and you could see his whole system. <laughs> Yeah. It's kind of like this character. Fire this character is like the bomber in 
fucking speed. <laughs> Whereas the movie is built around catching that guy, but yeah. here he's just kind of tertiary, and instead we get evil Patterson. Um, my favorite scene is the dancing, actually. I like the salsa dancing. Mm-hmm. I like that scene. I like the tension. I like the salsa dancing. <laughs> I like the will they, won't they, the he back, and I even like that he backs off because he's a good guy. I just like that whole thing. Um, my favorite line is, you're not going to hit him. Why not? Because I'm going to hit him. <laughs> um, and my favorite tertiary object is the Money Train song. <laughs> the okay. train is coming down. I just really like it. I didn't find that uh, that there was that many memorable lines in this movie. I had a hard time with that because nothing about this movie really sticks out. None of the scenes really stick out. It's just kind of overall pleasant to watch. So I'm going to give it a yay. There you go. I just It's a good movie. It's enjoyable. It's not anything special. It's not anything... Like, I'm not going to go around quoting Tangle Ass, although I might. <laughs> <laughs> because when I was watching it, like, like it just struck me as, man, he says weird things and he's he says obsessed weird with ass. Shit. But the lines themselves didn't, like, stick in my brain. Well, they stuck in mine. <laughs> and I'm now... I'm going to rip your throat open and suck your heart out through your neck and then eat it. You said that to a human? <laughs> and you're not in a fantasy movie? And we're going to tangle ass. We're going to tangle ass. I what? just, right. just kind of like, that was weird and moved on about with my life. But, I mean, I would recommend it. I say if you haven't seen it, you should give it a watch. And if you haven't seen it in a while, watch it again. It, it, mm-hmm. It's still enjoyable. So my favorite character is John. Of course. My least favorite character is Patterson. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. We, we haven't done this in a while. How many Johns have you had in your movies? There's like seven of them now. Yeah, please. <laughs> it's so funny. John McClane. <laughs> yeah. I think Cobra, isn't his name John? John no. Cobra? No, it was Marion Cobretti. Marion Cobretti. I know there was like five or six of Marian them. For a while we were joking. John Wayne's actual name. Yeah. We were keeping track for a while. And it was hey, John's, quite it, it, John. John's a solid name. Was his name John? John Spartan? Maybe he was John in The Specialist. Maybe. No. He was John in Demolition Man. John mm-hmm. Spartan. Be well. Mm-hmm. His name was Ray. And specialist. Yep, that's right. Because uh, James Woods kept yelling, Ray. All right, so. Sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. <laughs> My favorite line is, you got to get up, you got to get up. Yeah, that makes Naturally. sense. <laughs> My favorite tertiary object is, I don't really have one, but I like the little train, the little toy mm-hmm. train that Woody Harrelson steals, so I'm, I'm going to go with that. And my favorite scene is at the end, I'm going to hit him. No, you're not. I'm going to hit him. No, you're not. We both hit him. Pa pow. Mm-hmm. And then he gets arrested by Officer Santiago. Mm-hmm. And I will give this a yay. I've always enjoyed this movie. I remember going to see this in the theater when it came out and liked it then. I went with my stepbrother. And it's we, 95? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And we did the I'm going to hit him thing. And we would not actually hit a friend, but, you know, be like, oh, fuck Tony. I'm going to hit him. Like, no, 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 I'm going to hit him. Hard the time. Yeah. Well, you know, you, after a couple times, you yeah, get used yeah. to it, too. Yeah, so yeah, this movie's great. And I like it. Give it a yay. Carly? All right, please find us on Facebook.com slash the Underappreciated Movie Podcast. On Instagram at Unmovie Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Unmovie Podcast. You can email Unmovie Podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. All right. <laughs> Next week. Uh, on the podcast is Tony's pick. I'm going to keep the Christmas, Christmas train going. You are. And I'm going to do 1988's Scrooged. Ooh. That's just put a little love in your heart. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> a dark comedy. Isn't that what Scrooged is billed as? A dark comedy? I think so. 
You know what? I, I, uh, I remember the I last have some time thoughts I on it, but we'll talk about it then. Okay. <laughs> I, I was going to say a few. I'm like, why would I talk about it now? We're going to do the movie. <laughs> so we'll just talk about it then. This um was... Fantasy comedy. This is uh the the song. The song? Is the Train is Coming. was written by Kevin Booth, or Ken Booth, and Shaggy as Orville Burl. I think Shaggy's real name is Orville Burl. Oh. Mm. And that's Shaggy right there yeah, singing. Yeah, it's performed by... Shaggy! Mr. Boombastic. Yes. Boombata! Richard <laughs> Burl. That is a name. They call me Mr. Boombartha. <laughs> No. Well, they don't call him Orville. <laughs> That's for sure. No, probably not. 